Chapter 4 Meanwhile, in the drugstore, Avrumi and Ellie were not having any easy time, either. Please, Mr. Miller, Avrumi pleaded with the man behind the counter. Mr. Flugelman, Tanta is really, really sick. You have to hurry. Poor Mr. Miller had been very, having very, having a very busy day. Along with the harsh winter weather, had come many sick people. For the last few days, the phone in his little drugstore had been ringing constantly. I'm sorry, boys, he sighed, but unfortunately, there are a lot of sick people in Brooksville today. Many sick people are stuck at their home because of the snow. I have about 50 orders to send out and only one delivery boy, and he is not here yet. My phone just won't stop ringing. I'm spending so much time on the phone. I don't have any time to get the medications ready. Their conversation was interrupted by the soft tinkle of the bell and a gust of wind as the front door of the pharmacy opened and closed. Avrumi Ali and Ellie looked up and to see had walked in. Tanta Hadassah, they both cried. There, wearing a bright yellow winter coat and tall white boots had been painted to look like sneakers, was Hadassah Goodside, Avi's aunt. Melting snow dripped from her white shetel as she smiled at Avrumi Ali. Hi, boss, she said, waving cheerfully at her nephew's friends. Tanta Hadassah was Avi's favorite aunt. Although his father had never liked her, Avi had started calling her Tanta Sneakers when <clears throat> Tanta Dasa was Avi's favorite aunt. Although his father had never liked it, Avi had started calling her Tanta Sneakers when he was very little. Tanta Dasa actually enjoyed the nickname. To her, it was a name to be proud of, and she never stopped her nephew from addressing her that way. Tanta Hadassa always wore sneakers for a very good reason. She was always running to do chesed. She spent her days running around town, visiting the sick and elderly people at home, in the hospital and in nursing homes. More than once, her chesed plans had involved the Brickfield Bike Club. All the boys in the club thought of her as their own aunt. Tanta Nasa turned to Mr. Miller, but her smile quickly turned into a frown. Mr. Miller, she pressed her hands firmly on the counter and leaned forward, challenging Mr. Miller with a hard stare. What in the world is going on? I'm just spoke, I've just spoken to so many people who are waiting for the medicines. You really must help them right away. Mr. Miller cringed and stepped back from the counter. What should I do? He stammered nervously. My phone won't stop ringing. I have 50 orders to fill and no help. It's just impossible. <clears throat> Tanta Dasa grew quiet. It was obvious that the gears in her brains were spinning on miles a minute searching for uh, for a plan of action. Then her eyes lit up and a huge smile spread across her face. Mr. Miller, she said, in a quite obvious and you need help. Yes, yes, I do agree, the druggist, his head bobbing up and down. Yes, I did, continued the Aunt Adasa. You are a very lucky man, Mr. Miller, because Hashem has already sent your help. The pharmacist nervously scratched his chin and looked around the store. He did? Who? Why, the Brooksville Bike Club, of course. Huh? Avrumi and Ellie's heads snapped up and their eyes opened wide. Tanta Adasa whirled to face them. This is obvious. Sober shirt, she cried. It isn't a coincidence that you boys happen to be here just when Mr. Miller asked for help. Hashem obviously sent you here. Uh, but um, but uh, what about Mr. Flogelman's sick Tanta? Avrumi stammered. We were supposed to bring her medicine. Tanta Adasa looked shocked. Mr. Flugman's sick tanta? I didn't know Mr. Flugman's had a sick aunt. 
How come no one ever told me? Turned out that's a part of herself for keeping track of all the sick and elderly people in town. Do you hear about a sick old woman she didn't know about? Made her feel terrible. But she recovered herself quickly. Hmm, this should work out well anyway. It should, asked Ellie. You, she cried, pointing a bony finger at Ellie. Me, stammered Ellie. Yes, you, right now. Grab a pen and a paper and get behind the counter. You need to answer the phone. That will give Mr. Miller time to fill the prescriptions. Ellie didn't really like the idea of having to sit answering phone calls, but they didn't have the nerve to send anything to Tandanasa. In a flash, Tandanasa wheeled around and aimed her finger at Avrumi. And you, she cried. Avrumi jumped three inches off the floor. Yes, Tandanasa, you will deliver all the orders that are ready, including the one for Mr. Flogman's Tanta. Okay, I guess, Avrumi answered. The boys looked at each other and shrugged their shoulders. They didn't seem to have much choice in this matter. Mr. Miller, smiling with relief, handed the Vermin two huge shopping bags and a long sheet of paper. What's all this? Vermin asked. These, answered Mr. Miller, are all the deliveries that you need to make. In your hand is a list of the names and addresses of the people you will deliver to. Vermin's eyes opened wide as he scanned the long list. There are at least 20 names on the list. Yup, smiled Mr. Miller happily. Don't worry, Tandanas assured him. I'm sure you'll find my nephew Avi and your friend Moish. They'll help you. Avrumi looked out the storefront window to see snow-covered streets and then looked back down at the list. Oh boy, exclaimed, I'm going to, it's going to be a one long afternoon. An afternoon full of mitzvahs, Tananasa proclaimed, pointing out, pointing a dangerous uh, finger up to the sky. Just think about how many sick people you'll be helping. Yeah, Ali, remember what Aviyah was all said. Do your best and ask Hashem to do the rest. Yep, gulped Avrumi as he turned towards the door. I guess you're right, but I think I'd better think, bring along a drink. Avrumi plunked the dollar down on the counter, pulled the water bottle out of the refrigerator case, and put it into a coat pocket. Here I go. The wind made a soft whoosh. As he opened the door to leave, and with a little tinkle in of its bell, the door shut right behind him. The inside of the pharmacy was quiet for about five seconds before the phone began to ring. Okay, Ellie, Tandanasa commanded, now it's time for you to get to work. What do I do, ask Ellie? Tandanasa handed the ringing phone to Ellie. Answer it. Ellie took the phone from the hands and nervously pushed the answer button. Hello, he said. Please, cried an anxious man voice on the other end. You must help me. What's the matter? Oi, cried the man. You should ask me what's not the matter. My head hurts. My nose is running. I can't stop sneezing. I'm so, so, so miserable. You have to help me. Oi, vey, Ellie felt so bad. You sound terrible. Should you really get yourself some any medicine? Well, that's why I'm calling you. You sound terrible. Answered the exasperated man. Isn't this Miller's drugstore? Er, yes, it is. I, I'm sorry, I just forgot. You forgot that you were in the drugstore? Or, I mean, I got uh, Ellie's timer. I, I got a pen and a paper so I can write down what you need. Ellie quickly wrote down the man's name and address and the things he needed. He walked to the back of the store and handed the paper to Mr. Miller. Ellie would have liked to stay and watch Mr. Miller prepare the medicines. It looked very interesting. Unfortunately, the phone rang again. Hello. <clears throat> this time Ellie was prepared. This is Miller's drugstore. How can I help you? Hello, this is... Dr. Veltman, and I'd like to give you a prescription over the phone for one of my patients. 
Please wait just a minute, said Ellie, growing a bit nervous. This was a doctor speaking. This was very serious. Ellie grabbed his pad and pen. Listen, Dr. Veltman, he said. I'm not a pharmacist. I'm just a kid answering the phones. What did you say, asked the doctor? You're kidding on the phone? I don't have time for jokes. I'm a very busy man. No, no, Ellie tried to clarify. I didn't say I'm kidding. I said, I'm a kid. Well, I'm a kid too, cried the annoyed doctor. Please just write down the information I give you. Okay, Ellie agreed, gripping the pen tightly. Whatever you want. Okay, the doctor began. Please write down the patient's name. The name is Myron. Myron Fokrushnevich. Ellie almost dropped his pen. Er, could you say that name again? A bit slower, please. Of course, answered Dr. Veltman. The patient's name is Myron Marinovskovich. And he lives at Molinskis Street. This time, Ellie really didn't did stop. Drop his pen. Er, let me get this straight, he stammered. Did you just say Marn Maloniski from Monoskevich Street? No, 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 cried the doctor. I said Marn Monoveskovich from Molinskovich Street. Ellie felt his head spinning. Aha, uh -huh, he said. Is that just what I thought you said, doctor? And the quick scribbled down what he thought were the correct names. Okay, side. What else do you want me to write? Please listen carefully. I want Mr. Miller to give him 10 milligrams of monistomin and 6 milligrams of milinstat. Do you understand? Ellie Ed was now spinning at 90 miles an hour. Let me get this straight, he gasped. You want 10 milligrams of monocolin and 6 milligrams of monoscovich for minor milinistat from Moniscovich Street. No, roared the doctor into the phone. I said I want 10 milligrams of monoscomin and 6 milligrams of milinistat for minor milinistat from Moniscovich Street. Do you understand? Ellie rubbed his forehead vigorously. Please hold, Miss Dr. Veltman. Ellie cried into the phone, jumped off his stool, ran to Mr. Miller, and handed him the phone. <clears throat> Dr. Veltman would like to speak to you, he said politely. Ellie left the phone with Mr. Miller and walked back into the front of the store. This was one conversation that he did not want to hear. He sat down on his stool and tried to enjoy a quiet moment before the phone rang again. Looking around the store, he decided that it was a really, really very interesting place. Behind him were many shelves full of mysterious-looking bottles of powders, creams, and pills. On the counter in front of him was a display of Tuttleman's toenail clippers, the most fantastic toenail clippers ever invented. Ellie wondered just how fantastic a toenail clipper could possibly be. Right before, right beside the counter was the Whittleman's Winter Wonder Cream Display. Four large plastic snowmen held it up beside a thread. Whittleman's Winter Wonder Cream will keep your hands soft and happy all winter long. Eddie looked down at his own hands. They were red and chapped from all the snow. He wondered if he could buy himself a tube of Whittleman's Cream. Ellie's thoughts were interrupted by Mr. Miller, who was calling to him from the back. Ellie turned to the Whittleman snowman. Each one was at least five feet tall. Sorry, guys, he told them. I got to get back to work. Keep an eye on my stool, okay? Ellie didn't wait for the snowman to answer. He quickly ran back toward Mr. Miller. End of the chapter.